This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. First of all, I want to mention to all those who have been emailing me over the past two weeks, wanting to know if there's going to be a shear over the summer. Even though there was no shear given, there is no shear given over the summer, I will endeavor to at least record the Tvatera portion over the summer. It is a little interesting giving a shear to a camera, not to a live audience, but we will try our best. This week in Parshas Chukas, besides for speaking about the halachas of the Paraduma, we also have the mice of Klaisol complaining about water. The Torah tells us with Thomas Shah Miriam, but he covers Shah Miriam died. Right afterwards, Velay Haya Mayim Laeda. There was no water. So the nation got together, but Yaravam and Maisha, and they started to complain to Maisha. And they told him, Wouldn't it be better if he would have died together with our brothers beforehand? And this, of course, is referring to all the people that died over the past 38 years. And they were saying, look, we're going to die of thirst now. How come there's no water? You have to give us water. come to Hashem, and Hashem appears to them, and He tells them, to take a stick, gather the nation together, Lay name, speak to the rock, and from there you're going to get water. Torah tells Moshe went, and he hit the rock. He hit the rock, and he says, Shuvanu Amayim, listen to me, you rebels. Amin Aselazen Eitzel Chamayim. Are we going to get water from this rock? And he picks up his hand. Vayaches Asel. He hits the stick, the stone b'mateu pamayim with his stick twice. And a lot of water came out and they were able to drink. The next person tells us, Because you do not believe in me, believe in me, to sanctify me to Bnei Yisrael. Therefore, you are not going to bring this congregation into Eretz Yisrael. I'll wonder, what was the Aveir that Maisha did? And the Ramban gives an answer, and the Ibn Ezra gives an answer, and Rashi gives an answer, and the Barbanel, Rabbeinu Hananel, they all give answers trying to say, what did Maisha do wrong? After all, if Hashem didn't want to hit the rock, why did Hashem tell him to take a stick? And it says, Davrel Asela, speak to the stone. Obviously, you don't speak to a stone. It means speak in front of the stone to the people, and they should see how the water comes from the stone. So what did Moshe do so bad that Moshe and Aaron cannot come into Eretz Yisrael? Among the other Rishonim that bring reasons, the Rambam also brings a reason. And this is what the Rambam says. This Avera, When Moshe said, Listen here, rebels, he was angry. He was angry. And because he was angry, Hashem punished him that he can't go into Eretz Yisrael. What was he angry? Hashem. Hashem was very exact with him. Why? Someone like him, it's inappropriate for someone like Meishu Rabbeinu to get angry to Yisrael, in front of Bnei Yisrael. And someone like such a person who gets angry, in front of Klai Yisrael, he is Echel HaShem. Now, this is a tiny little thing. Well, you can't even see the anger 
And they were complaining to my Shurvenu. You would think after 38 years in the desert, they learned to trust Hashem. No. Since the Bnei Yisrael learn from Moshe how to be, how to act and how to behave and how to speak, and there was their hope. Their hope was if they emulate Moshe Rabbeinu, that will give them success in this world as well as success in Elam Abba. How could you go and show them anger? And if someone has such anger, it must be a flaw in their character. And therefore, they were punished. Because we're speaking about someone like Maish Rebbeinu, someone with such great stature like Maish Rebbeinu, and someone that can get angry, and Christ was watching him, how do we behave? Through emulating Maish Rebbeinu, we're going to get to have a good life in this world, as well as Elam Abba. So how could you get angry, Maish Rabbeinu? Now, of course, this is something, the Rambam says this. We can never say this on our own. But we find the interesting thing from here, how careful a leader of Klaesel has to be. But we also see something else. Ever wonder, what was Klaesel doing in the desert for 40 years? They didn't have to work. Their clothes grew with them. It was freshened every morning when they woke up. They had their food. All they did, it was the Dardaya. They sat and they learned Torah from Meish Rabbeinu. One time, when Chassam Sefer was on vacation, Chassam Sefer, like other people, used to go to Carlsbad, the hot springs over there, and they would go there to freshen up and to relax, to breathe in the cool air. And when he would go, he would stay in a hotel. There was a fellow who lived there, who every time the Chassam Sefer would come, he would beg the Chassam Sefer to stay by his house. Please stay by me, stay by me. And the Chassam Sefer would never, agree, would never agree. No, I'm staying in the hotel. One year, the person was asking so many times, the Chassam Sefer agreed on one condition. He said, look, I'll stay by you. Thank you very much. I appreciate the offer. But on Shabbos, I eat by myself. The Sudas on Shabbos, I eat by myself. Fine. Comes Friday night. Sam Sefer goes to his room and he eats the Suda. The Balabas, whose house he was staying in, wanted to see how does the Sam Sefer have his meal? How does he conduct his meal? What's so private about his meal? So he went to the door and he looked into the keyhole and he was peeping inside and he was shocked. He couldn't believe it. There's the Sam Sefer making Kiddush and he finishes Kiddush. He drinks from the grape juice or from the wine, puts down the cup takes the Lecha Mishnah, makes a Maitzi, cuts the Chal, and starts eating the Chala. And this Balbas thinks to himself, he doesn't wash? How could he not wash? Well, the next day, he again peers into the peephole by the Suda, and the same thing. He sees the Chassam Sefer make Kiddush, and right after he goes to make a Maitzi on the Lecha Mishnah. Well, he couldn't handle this, and word spread like wildfire, that Chassam Sefer may be a big but he's a fraud. He doesn't keep the halacha of washing for bread. Chassam Sefer by Shabbos afternoon got wind that everyone's looking at him funny. And he realizes something's up. And he goes to the Balabas. He says, what's going on? And the Balabas hemming and hawing. And he realizes something's going on. And he says, tell me what's going on. The guy was embarrassed to say, 
So Chassam Sefer goes over to the Rav. And he says, I hear people are talking about me. What's going on? And the Rav, who heard the rumor as well, calls over the Balabas and says, look, you have something to say? Say it in front of Chassam Sefer. So the person, he's a little embarrassed, but he says, look, Chassam Sefer is by my house. I'm looking through the people, the keyhole, and he doesn't wash. He goes straight, he eats some mites, he doesn't wash. I look in the next morning, same thing. He doesn't wash. He's a fraud. How could you not wash? How could you eat bread without washing? The Rav looks at Chassam Sefer and says, is that true? Chassam Sefer says, let me tell you something. I have a minute from my Rebbe that first you wash, then you make Kiddush, and then you make a Maitzi. Actually, in tells Yeshiva, that's what we did. So again, first, the Chassam Sefer says, first I wash, and because I have in mind the Chalat right in front of me, I make Kiddush, and right afterwards make a Maitzi. That's what my Rebbe did, that's what I do. And that's why I didn't want to eat in front of anyone else. I didn't count on this person looking through the keyhole. Of course, the fellow is all embarrassed now. And the Rav says, you know, I want you to know that this reminds me of something. I always wondered, how could people th- say that the Torah is true? Maybe, maybe, over time, when Moshe taught it, things got messed up, you know, like the broken telephone game. How do I know that everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be and it was transmitted properly? And the, the Rav said, I'll tell you, now I see the answer. In the Midbar, what did Kaisel do the whole time? They sat and they learned. They analyzed Maishar Rabbeinu. And they lived by every single move and, and, and word of Maishar Rabbeinu. Every action of Maishar Rabbeinu. Just that that the Rabbim here says. They watched Maishar Rabbeinu. They didn't have to worry about their food, about their clothing, about anything, the transportation, shelter. They just watched and learned from Maishar Rabbeinu. And the reason why the Torah tells us all these complaints, you make it make sounds like all three million people were always complaining. The reality is there's only a few. But the Torah wants to point it out that whenever there was an issue, the people were not scared to speak up. It's Meishu Rebbeinu, took him out of Mitzrayim, the Makis, Chris Yamsuf, doesn't matter. If they felt there was something off by a drop, they spoke up. And the Rav says, I see that in every generation, that is the meat of Klai Yisrael. We make sure that when we are learning from our leaders, they are exact, we're not scared to speak up. This fellow... Although he shouldn't have peeped into your room. It was the same way. The Chassam Seifer, the God of Adar, comes to town. And this fellow is not afraid to say, what is going on? How come he's not washing? Says the Rav, I see from here that the terror we have today is the exact same terror that Hashem gave to Moshe and Moshe gave to Klai Yisrael. Because if not, someone would have spoken up. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.